Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And we are very excited right now for our next guest, joined today by the former head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, now with the Kansas City Chiefs, still loved here in Philadelphia. And Hughes' former coach, Andy Reid. Andy, how you doing? Big Red! I'm, <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So, Coach, I have to ask, because I remember the first time that you came to Philadelphia, you gave us three days of practice that were hell. And I remember specifically thinking that Coach doesn't know what he's doing. How has your coaching style changed since those days in Philadelphia? Well, the rules are different now, Hugh. So, I mean, we, we can't do that. Um, we still work hard. We just can't We can't go goal line on the first, on the first <laughs> yeah. day. So, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't cut it anymore. But – it's uh, we still go hard. We we practice uh, at a good tempo. Coach, when Patrick Mahomes, I mean, you guys have an incredible quarterback who's had really an incredible start to his career, as good as any we've ever seen in the NFL. When you first watched him, was there a moment you knew? Was it early in practice? Was it watching him before you guys got him at Texas Tech? When did you know that there was something special in Patrick Mahomes? Well, you saw it in college. I mean, he he was so good in college and has such a great feel. You just hoped that it would transfer into the NFL. And uh, after you, after we had him on board, you could see that he had all of that. And uh, uh, you could see it in practice. And then he was able to play that Denver game his first year and um, that right at the end of the season. And you could see that he had it, had it there. So, uh, but, you know, he was able to transfer what he, what he did in college over and, and, does it very well. We need to get your thoughts on our guy here in Philadelphia. A guy you've coached against a couple times now. I think it was 2021 uh, here in Philadelphia and, of course, the Super Bowl last year. Jalen Hurts. So, Andy, you're, you're in a conference with some great quarterbacks. I mean, your you're guy, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, he seemed to have to go against the playoffs last couple years, and, and, of course, Josh Allen. You know, this is the time of year, Coach, where a lot of those tiers come out and, and those rankings come out. Are, are, do you now consider Jalen Hurts in that tier, that those top tier of quarterbacks? I know he's only been in the league a few years, but when you look at Jalen, just coaching against Jalen, do you consider him in that upper echelon tier now of NFL quarterbacks? Yeah, no, he's a good one, boy. I'm, I'm happy for... Howie and and the staff there that they've uh, that they've got him. He, he's a good kid and he's a he's a heck of a heck of a player. And uh, the Eagles are in in good hands, man. And Philadelphia will have an opportunity to to win every year with uh, uh, you know with him. You know, Coach, I have to ask because, like, you know, and I always root for you. There's been times when you won the, the first Super Bowl. I called you and told you I loved you and everything. But I gotta ask, Coach. <laughs> Was that really a holding call against Bradbury? Well, he said it was, so I figured when the players <laughs> met it, then it, then it probably is. So, uh, no, normally, normally they're not going to admit it, but it, but he said that I I got him. He got him. He did good. He got him twice in one play. So, um, but again, he's a good player. That, you know what? That was a heck of a game, and and. Uh, and both teams could have won the son of a gun. I mean, it was just uh, it was one of those kind of games. You know what, Coach? Speaking of that, I have to ask because I know that you did not underestimate the Philadelphia Eagles, but at some point, especially towards the end of the game, where you refused to give them the ball back, <laughs> I, I thought that you they were a little bit more than you probably anticipated. Was that the case? Well, they I think they were favored in the game, so I figured that they were pretty good. You know, I mean, I watched all the tape on them. I'm going, this is a good football team, and that defense, you know, they weren't as good as what you were, but, I mean, they were good, Doug, on it, Hugh. 
Yeah, you might have been able to have been a second teamer on that. Give <laughs> <laughs> no. a few snaps for Hugh on that group. <laughs> no. Hugh, Hugh was unbelievable. One of the all-time great rivals is when Hugh went against a, a kid from uh, New Orleans. Um, yeah, Willie Rofe. Willie Rofe. Willie Rofe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's right. He finished up here in Kansas City. He, uh, Willie, uh, you guys did like a – that was like the baton death march right there, man, <laughs> between the two of you. Yeah, it was a rough game, Coach. That definitely was a rough game. So, Andy, I'm not sure how much you're aware of this, being on the other side of the outcome of the game, but there's been a lot of talk in Philadelphia and certainly with Eagles players the last couple of months about the field, the conditions of the field in the Super Bowl this past February. What were your players saying to you? Did, did you get word? Did you realize that pregame, during the game – that it was a little bit slippery. Tell us what your guys were saying to you about the field during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was probably no different than what the Eagles were saying. I mean, it was slippery for both sides, and and, uh, and you know they they had a little hiccup before before the game. I guess the night before the game, and and uh, somehow the field got moisture on it, and it, it was slippery. I mean, that's just how how it works. But we we kind of caught it at the same time. I'm sure they caught it, and that's when you. When you get on it, you go, okay, this stuff uh, is a bit slippery. Do you feel it affected the outcome of the game in either way? Do you feel like it, it impacted the game to the point where it changed the game and it affected the outcome? Well, listen, I mean, it was it was the same way for both teams, so I don't think so. I mean, I think it was what it was, and, you know, I think both teams are kind of on to the next year now and, and moving forward, so uh, all that's in the past. We're just, I think the Eagles would say the same thing. We're all just trying to find a way to uh, get back there this year, and uh, you know, and and so we've kind of all put that in the past. All right. Speaking of the past, coach, I got to ask you. So I so I've been working with Hugh now since uh, February, right after the Super yeah, Bowl right, we started yeah, our right show, the, right and I, I'm still getting to know him. I know him pretty well, but I, I got to ask you, you. Give me a give me a Hugh memory. What's your favorite memory or one of your favorite memories when you uh, when you were coaching Hugh Douglas? Well, first of all, he's one of the all-time greats that I've ever coached. I mean, I'm going to start it with that. And, but, he, but he also has a great personality. So with that comes some, some good stuff. I mean, he, we were down in Dallas playing, and, uh, and he was telling me he was turning green and everything. And, and my, his locker was right by my locker. And I, so I stepped on and I said, hey, would you be quiet? I said it nice and kind like that. And, and, um, and so he did, and then he went out and had the worst game of his career, I think. So I told him, "Don't ever, don't ever shut up again. Just you, just keep being you, and I'll, I'll go hide somewhere else." And he dominated. I mean, he was a dominant football player, and um, and a great guy on top of all that. You know, you know what, Coach? I, I, I take uh, immense pride in seeing how you know, because I was here before you got here, and I remember how when you came in, how you changed the culture. In, with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I still feel to this day since I'm back, I still feel like the culture is something that you kind of started. Do you feel pride when you see the Eagles kind of following the blueprint the blueprint that you implemented when you were here? Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I love that organization. I have nothing but great memories with it. And um, I, you know, just uh, I'm, I'm pulling for them every week unless we have to play them. So I, I like uh, – you know, uh, Coach Sirianni is uh, phenomenal. I think they're in great hands there. He he brings such great energy, and he's he's a real smart football coach. So I, I don't know. I I just I've, I have the utmost respect for Howie and Jeffrey and the the whole bunch there. They're just uh they do a good job. 
Andy speaking. We're talking to Andy Reid, of course, Chiefs coach and legendary Eagles coach right here on on the Midday Show. Andy, what were your early impressions of Howie Roseman? It's pretty amazing for us to watch his career and the fact that he's still here and and great at what he does because it's been a long time now he's been part of this organization. Obviously, when you were here, he started. What were your early impressions of Howie and and did you have an inkling that that he was going to be really good at this as he rose through the organization? Well, I did. I mean, he, he loves the personnel side of things, uh, and he, he's great with contracts. We all know that, but he had a nice eye for, uh, you know, for talent. And so, um, you know, I, I welcomed him in on the, that side of things, and I thought he did a great job. And I don't think he gets enough credit now. I mean, uh, throughout the NFL, he just for, – for you to go through the phases that, that the team goes through – and the ups and the downs and still be able to put a team together like he's got right now, um, personnel wise, I just think is, is tremendous. And then, you know, the ability to hire coach Seriani, man. I mean, that's a, uh, that, that was a great hire for him. Doug Peterson, you know, was a great hire for him. And, um, and he's put the, the team at, and the city uh, in a place where they're competing for championships and, and that's uh, that's all you can really ask for. I mean, that's that's the top of the 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 NFL. You have the best in the world, thirty-two of the best in the world, and he's right there at the top of it. So it's it's kind of a neat thing to watch. Andy, you mentioned Nick Sirianni, and and uh, he's done a great job so far here in Philadelphia. And and he and Howie are going through something that you go through all the time, which is you have success and then you lose coaches. I mean, your tree is everyone knows your tree across the NFL. Uh, how big of a challenge is that to to reach a, a success deep in the playoffs, potentially a Super Bowl, win it, and then to replace your coaches? Is that something for you that is a, a fun challenge, or is it man, you got to buckle up and figure out how you're going to teach the next group of coaches to be ready to fill in for the guys that maybe moved on to bigger jobs? Yeah, well, you kind of you, you have a feeder system, so um, and then you know people around the league that you feel like could step in and help you out, but. Normally you're bringing guys up through the system and, um, and and somebody else has an opportunity. One guy leaves, somebody else has an opportunity. And it looks like that's what they've done. And, and uh, it sounds like they're in a great position with that. So, You know, Coach, I, I, I think it's safe to say that you are a Hall of Fame coach. I don't, I don't think that anybody would argue with that. But if you weren't coaching, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'd probably ask you for a job so I could hang out with you, man. <laughs> and take Joe, I'd come t- try to take Joe's spot. Doggone it, Joe. Listen, Andy, if you want it, they're going to give it to you. So you just got to give me a little heads up. So I, That's funny, though, Andy. Uh, and you, Andy, listen, yeah. anytime you want to sit in with us for a day, an hour, you know, no. yeah, the, the chair's here. The microphones are open, Andy. Anytime you want to do that during the offseason, we'd love to have you. Hey, now that Angelo's retired, I probably I probably do that. <laughs> yeah, a, hey, coach, I got to tell you, it's a, it's a little different since Angelo's not here anymore. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's different. It's different. Yeah, he brought energy. Angelo brought energy. I'm in the wing bowl and the energy. I mean, I got it. I know. Yeah, he did, and and you you were the source of a lot of that energy for a lot of years, <laughs> Andy. Uh, yeah. I want you know, curious for you. Um, you, you, you've always, I mean, you were young when you started coaching. You still, when I watch you and listen to you, you still sound young to me. Have you thought about how much longer you want to do this? And Andy, I'll say it. I don't know if you've ever thought about it. My guess is you haven't. You're only about 70 wins behind that Don Shula guy on the all-time list. Have, have you thought about your future, how long you want to do this, and, um, and what the years are coming are going to be? 
You know, I, re- I really haven't. I'm not great with all that stuff. I enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, most of all, I like the teaching part. I enjoy the team, the guys, you know, and um, I don't feel like I'm 65, but I, I know I look like that, but I don't feel like that. Uh, and I, but I enjoy, the best thing is I enjoy doing what I'm doing right now. So I really haven't thought about uh, the end of it. You know, Coach, this is the last question. This is probably the most important question that we're going to ask you. And, and be honest. Answer. Please you be honest. be honest, Coach. I need you to be honest. What city has the better food? Are you a barbecue man or is it the cheesesteaks? Well, let me tell you something. I haven't lost weight in either city. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not compl- I'm not complaining about the food in either place. <laughs> they're, they're, it's all good. It's all good there. Hey, well, thanks, Coach. Like I said, love you. Love you to death. And, and let y'all play the Eagles. And, and thank you for everything that you've done for me. And uh, like I said, I love you. Love you to death. I love you too, man. You're the best. Appreciate you. Andy, thank you, Coach. appreciate it. Great You're talking to you. there, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know it. Thank Andy, thank you so much. And maybe we'll see you in, in Vegas for the Super Bowl this year. Thank Hopefully. you, Andy. All right. Be safe. Thanks, yep. Coach. Thanks, Andy. Bye-bye.